Have you ever had someone refer to something going on in the community who asked you, what's going on there? What's the story with all that? The right answer lies with the people directly involved in it, the people who know. Why not hear their story? So welcome to What's the Story, Pekin? I'm Gary Gillis, your host, and I hope you enjoy this Pekin podcast. Well, my guest today is a three-time returnee, so uh, needs no introduction, especially in Pekin, and it's Amy McCoy, who's the Executive Director of the Pekin Area Chamber of Commerce, and Amy, welcome back. Thank you. And uh, just to let the listener know, there is so much going on at the Chamber, we're not going to share that with you now, but there's something as, in really in many ways, more important than what's going on in the Chamber, and that's the coming St. Jude's Run. And it was interesting because when I reached out to to Amy, I thought, well, we'll have a chamber update. There's so much to share, but you can find that on the internet. And when you said you could work out, I came home and the TV was on and there was a commercial for St. Jude's. And I'm getting slower with old age, but I figured out right there, I know what we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about the run. Perfect. So that's coming up on August 5th. And I know will that be, it's like, started in 82 right the memphis to peoria run started right. in 1982 right. so this will be the 42nd right. memphis and to everybody peoria everybody seems to know about it but that's kind of the the limit of it they know it's a run and a lot of people go out there and run and then most of the people that hear that think you got to be nuts because august 5th it's kind of going to be 95 in the shade right but you know lo and behold there's passionate dedicated people that do this year in and year out and uh probably no one more so than the mccoys so Amy, let's let's talk a little bit about it. Um, tell us how it got started, and then maybe a little bit of life on the inside. Uh, so, what it's like to be a runner. Sure. So, um, in 1981, actually, Mike McCoy and who happens to be my husband, and um, Gene Pratt, another runner, both runners at the time, decided they thought it would be a great idea to run from. Um, Peoria to Memphis and back to Peoria to raise money for St. Jude. They had they were doing a lot of running was becoming very popular at that time and they were doing like laps, you know, they were mm-hmm. running for dollars. Each True. lap was a dollar or whatever. And so they were at an event like that and they decided, hey, this is a great idea. Then they say they looked at a map and decided that that was a terrible idea. <laughs> so <laughs> it's 465 miles wow. from Memphis to Peoria. Um, our route is 465 miles. So this will be Mike's 42nd year wow. and my 20th year running oh, from Memphis you. to Peoria. And I remember a couple of times you've shared some stories about just kind of life on the road with that and, and maybe some that you'd like to share with us. What it's like being a, a runner and, you know, it's not like going for a run and going home, hitting the shower and sitting back and relaxing with a cool one. I mean, this are people on the road continuously. So maybe a little bit of that. Sure. So the Memphis to Peoria runners leave Peoria on Tuesday morning. We gather in um, a gathering place in Peoria typically, and we leave. We leave in 24 motorhomes, 20, depending on the number of runners, about 24 motorhomes. And we um, have chefs that go along with us. We, yeah. They used to be cooks, but now, we've call, now we call them chefs. Um, so we take two or three motorhomes and trailers and, and you know cold storage um, for feeding all of us. There's typically somewhere between 150 and 200 Memphis to Peoria runners. So we drive to Memphis on Tuesday. Uh, we have a private runners meeting and we um, 
do some awards, you know, some, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll receive a 20 year award this year. Um, so we do things like that. And then um, the next morning we go to the hospital typically uh, in non COVID years, we get tours of the hospital and the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital there. And then um, Wednesday morning or Wednesday about 11, we start running back to Peoria. Wow. We have two teams. We run relay style. So each team runs for eight hours. And then within that eight hours, the runners take turns running. So they're also leapfrogging, running. Um, so I'm running three miles at a time, you know, two or three times within an eight hour period. And then also during that eight hour period, we're showering. Mm-hmm. Um, or in the, I guess in the off eight hour period, we're showering and sleeping a little and eating as sure. a group and then deciding who's going to run the next you know, usually there's a police or law enforcement escort um I, you see him you see him go through town here uh you, how do you set that up i mean every town kind of hands off to the other or is, is that a challenge or how does that work yeah it depends by community um over the years additional runs have been added so this year there's about 35 satellite runs that will mm-hmm. run into peoria on august 5th along with the memphis to peoria runners and so um chicago and st louis are the next furthest and then there are you know the other small communities around the region that will all run into peoria on the same day most of those communities will have a, a, an officer or two that escort them the entire way some of the smaller mm-hmm. communities it's easier to, to have those smaller departments sure. um, have folks that were able to do that and willing to do that um it, the illinois state police has been instrumental and helpful over the years um, and mike's police connections um, have certainly you know helped, have yeah. certainly have helped, but he's also had some you know it's it's an incredible fundraiser and so you know from the state to the county to the local departments there's just been a huge amount of law enforcement support. Well, am I correct? The number I've seen is that seventy six million has been raised. Over seventy six wow. million and last dollars. Last year, over f- almost five and a half million. Five and a half million in twenty twenty two. That's wow. right. Wow. And we'll have to give a plug to sponsors. I, I, I wrote some of them down. I know Peak Insurance, but uh, WEK 25 TV, Avanti's, Pepsi, Chick-fil-A, uh, Advanced Media, uh, Illinois American Water, Hy-V. I know there's others, but it, um, it wouldn't be possible if not for their support, as well as, of course, that of friends, neighbors, relatives, others you just solicit to, for them to help out. Absolutely. Are, are there any, usually these things, sometimes there's a story of somebody that has just been a perennial fundraiser or one given year, you hear some, you know, lemonade stand that raises all this money. You have a story or two like that. Sure. So. Um, there are communities that have events year round mm-hmm. to raise money in support of their runners. Um, Chillicothe, for example, has a very large baseball tournament, uh, the Brad Wallen baseball tournament. And mm-hmm. you maybe even heard of it. It's around the region and kids are playing baseball and remembering a patient that lost his life to cancer. And um, all of those monies goes to the Chillicothe run. Washington Run has a um, smoke out for St. Jude. Mm-hmm. And so each of the runs has kind of developed these fundraising events that go along with their runners. Um, but the runners themselves are out there collecting, you know, $5, $10, $50, whatever they can get their hands on to support their runs. Yeah. For the Memphis to Peoria run, each runner is expected to raise $3,000. Um, and the average that people raise across the runners is about 5600 Wow. So, yeah. yeah. So you get individuals who sponsor you, maybe by mile or by just 
yeah a certain amount most people send letters or emails nowadays right yeah, um right. And, and make their requests or their pleas or text messages there's some facebook fundraising that happens now um, there's an online um, site where folks can go and, and pick out the runner that they know and donate as well um, yeah. the saint jude runs has developed a website um, for several years now but stjuderuns.org and you can find any runner from any of the communities that are registered runners and to be able to support. Pekin to Peoria Run was started in 2002 and has raised over $1.5 million wow. from, that's, from Pekin. That's incredible, yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Well, I, and I know too, it's at, when reaching the end point, and I'm sure from communities throughout the, the run, uh, but just watching the, the the groundswell of people that that come out just to, to recognize and cheer on runners, and you can even see in the faces you know, the, the the high they're going through. So not only the runners high, but just to be acknowledged for what they're doing, which I think is a is a cool thing. Right. I'd love to share with you um, another story. The city of Assumption, Illinois. Maybe mm-hmm. not even ever heard of Assumption, Illinois. It's a very small town likely less than 500 people like well, actually it's interesting live in that the you assume i've heard of assumption and i have not <laughs> so yeah um so that town we run through at about 1 a.m on friday or saturday i don't even know what day mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. but we run through there um definitely 1 a.m and the entire community comes out they um they bring out cinnamon rolls they set up you know tables of fruit and gatorade and water and these gigantic trays of homemade cinnamon rolls that we've all just fallen in love with and just can't wait to get our hands on at that time of night these days um so that community is just one that really stands out and and i think that you know as we go through they make signs for us and hold up our signs with our names on it so it's just super fun and and there's just a lot of little things along the way that that keep us going keep us encouraged as we're making our way back it's real good one thing i saw that's also affiliated with the run is the michael d mccoy scholarship so i'm sure you have information on that i do several years ago um, the board of directors a, a group of folks on the board of directors decided that they wanted to honor mike I believe it was for the 25th or maybe the 30th year of the run, they wanted to create the scholarship in his name. And so a St. Jude patient or a sibling of a St. Jude patient is awarded the scholarship each year. So we've been able to give away several scholarships as a result of that. And that fund is funded by um, not necessarily donations, but by, um, and and it's certainly not funded by donations that come for the run, you know, for St. Jude, but runners themselves contribute to that scholarship fund and and fund that for them. That should be very gratifying to to him to see that in, in operation. Yeah, you'll have to ask Mike. I mean, the next time I see him, um, he participates in the run. And I can tell you that if it would have been raining when I got here today and I had to run into the library, it would have been difficult. I mean, how does he continue to do that on hard pavement year after year? Is there a special diet secret or any kind of pill for that? I mean, how, how does he how does he do that? Well, he does have two new knees this year, oh, so yeah. so he's running on fresh knees. It'll be it'll be fantastic. No, his running is certainly slowed down, um, and he primarily is a walker these mm-hmm. days in preparation. But he does um, get a little running in on the so run. So you have still, an orthopedic so. surgeon as a sponsor. Or <laughs> I would we encourage should. you. That should be an, an idea going yeah. forward. Yeah. Well, and and most people should know what St. Jude's is known for, and and you see the commercials, and you know it's it's. You know, kind of heart wrenching to see some of those some of those things, but it's very gratifying to see the 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 parents or relatives that are saying it doesn't cost 
a dime for this. And you, you see that and you wonder, well, how does that happen? And it's through efforts of folks like yourself and, and those affiliated with uh, the run. But maybe uh, anything else you can share that people may not know where that the money goes towards besides the research and care and that type of thing? Yeah, we were just down um, in Memphis. Mike received, um, he had served on the national board and he received um, emeritus status for that Mm -hmm. board. So he's a lifetime member, Um, sort of retired, but that's not really a retirement thing, right? (laughs) Um, But during that presentation and during that um, ceremony, it was really just interesting to hear, you know, all of the construction projects and all the things that are happening, all of the, the ways that they're now treating cancers in in new and improved and better ways and they're spreading their uh, research around the world so they're mm-hmm. really to you know traveling the world now um, and bringing life to young people in other communities that just would have yeah. never had hope before yeah. so um, I think that's fascinating that that's happening um, you know donations any amount they all add up the average donation we talk about this all the time is the average donation is about 35 or 37 dollars mm-hmm. um so it really doesn't take a huge donation a huge contribution to make a difference sure yeah well i think it's a it's a fantastic thing and it, it brings to mind when you hear surveys of late of how more and more people have are, are losing pride in their country and then you hear about something like this and and without uh you know the benevolence of people and the generosity none of this would be possible and and my response it's maybe old school but it's kind of only in america yeah well you see that so thank you for all you do thank mike thank any anybody affiliated with it i know the run is is coming up and i would encourage all listeners to you know uh maybe write a little bit bigger checks uh this year because costs certainly are going up so amy again thank you and thanks for being here today my pleasure thank you and thank you to you the listener for joining us um thanks to mike eaton my sound guy uh, together with myself mike and i are, are always trying to come up with ideas of, of people to interview we'd encourage people to let us know contact the chamber uh but uh notify us uh, or send a request to uh, peakinpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to me personally at grgillis54 at gmail.com. We'll welcome any thoughts, ideas, uh, or comments. And uh, again, thank you to the Pekin Library, as always, for providing the space in the passport room where we sit right now. So thank you, and have a great day.